0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. G'day
1: one and all, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker, with this edition of WIA, the National News Service, and it's for week commencing, October 14, 2018. Hurricane Michael. An array of amateur radio public service assets has been made active as Hurricane Michael has made landfall near Mexico Beach on the Florida Panhandle, boasting devastating 155-mile-per-hour winds. The storm is believed to be the first Category 4 or stronger hurricane to hit the Florida Panhandle, and the National Hurricane Center has been warning of life-threatening storm surge as well as hurricane-force winds and heavy rainfall. Due to the effects of Hurricane Michael on Cuba, the Cuban Federation of Radio Amateurs have activated their emergency nets on the 40 and 80 metre bands. 40 metres primary, 7.110. Secondary, 7.120. 80 metres primary, 3.740. And 80 metres secondary, 3.720. The Hurricane Watch Net, the HWN, will remain active until further notice on 14.325 megahertz and 7.268 megahertz. As they say, be prepared.
2: Hello everyone, my name is Brett Nicholas, VK2BNN, and I'm Scouts Australia National Coordinator Jada Jolly. A reminder that next weekend, the 20th and 21st of October, is Jamboree on the air. It's anticipated there will be more than 8,000 Scouts and Girl Guides participating in Australia and more than a million worldwide. Please check with the organisers of your station that you are registered on the official World Scout registration system at jodajotti.info. You can register your station under the sign up menu, and a list of registered stations is available on this website as well as a lot of other information. If you are looking for JOTA contacts, there is a JOTA cluster run by the radio amateurs Zotomir. It can be accessed at www.pi4raz.nl. That's Papa Indigo Four Romeo Alpha Zulu. Dot November Lima. The opening address will be broadcast by the WIA at 1 p.m. local time on Saturday, the 20th of October. On behalf of the Scouts and Girl Guides of Australia, I'd like to thank the amateur radio community for the support of this great event. Have a great Joe Jody seven three.
0: That go where you go medium call radio.
1: VK4 Victor Kilo X-ray Toowoomba. VK4 BRB Ive Toowoomba. VK4 FKDB.
3: VK4 Tango Batar, Kerry Clifton VK4 Echo Mike. VK4 FSRB Toowoomba. VK4 November Delta Yankee Toowoomba.
0: From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL,
4: Southgate, Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Ed Durant and the team at Amateur Radio Newsline, RAC, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Investigation into International Space Station leak continues. NASA has issued a statement regarding a leak affecting the International Space Station. On August 29, a mysterious 2mm hole was discovered on a Soyuz capsule docked to the ISS, resulting in a pressure leak. It is scheduled to return to Earth in December. The hole, which appeared to have been drilled, was repaired by the crew. It's reported that the hole was not drilled by accident, opening the possibility of sabotage. Roscosmos Director-General Dmitry Rogozin earlier ruled out a manufacturing defect. This indicates that this is an isolated issue, which does not categorically affect future production, the NASA statement said. This conclusion does not necessarily mean the hole was created intentionally or with malintent. Roscosmos has claimed the hole may have been drilled by a technician on the ground. NASA and Roscosmos continue to investigate the incident to determine the cause, and a November spacewalk is planned in order to gather more information. IARU volunteers have been working for three years to progress Agenda Item 1.1 for the World Radio Conference 2019. This agenda item seeks a Region 1 allocation at around 50 MHz for the amateur service in the Radio Regulations Table of Frequency Allocations to align the allocations in Region 2 and our own VK Region 3. Extensive work has been undertaken in the African Telecommunications Union, SEPT. Arab Spectrum Management Group, RCC, and of course ITU, to gain support for such an allocation rather than the current country-by-country allocations under Article 4.4 of the regulations. IARU has represented the global voice of amateur radio in these meetings, arguing that new applications in amateur radio require significant bandwidth at 50 MHz and has set out a proposed utilisation of the band which supports its claim. IARU has also engaged in extensive work on sharing studies using propagation models recognised by ITU and SEMT. After many weeks of planning and meetings in both regional and global forums post the WRC in 2015, the next step on the route to WRC 19 took place last week where SEPT Project Team PTD considered its position on this agenda item in preparation for the SEPT Conference Preparatory Group meeting in November and the ITU-CPM in February 2019. News from the USA. Tower install goes bad. Sadly, worker is killed. Ken mitchell Waddle, 30, of Crossville, Tennessee, was helping erect a 70-foot guide tower for a ham radio operator on private property. As a tower climber for more than 12 years, with his most recent position being a construction manager for an erection company, he did a pre-check of the new anchors to ensure that they were structurally secure and then proceeded to erect the new tower. Ken was the only individual on the tower when he was preparing to attach the second set of guy wires at 70 feet. A previous set had been installed at the 40-foot level. Although one news report said apparently a guy wire stabilising the tower on a turnbuckle snapped, It's been said that it was not a failure of the guy wire or a half-inch turnbuckle, but it appeared to have been caused by a shackle failure. County investigators searched for the shackle, but could not locate it on the property, according to Darling. Ken Waddle was pronounced dead at the scene. Peggy Sue Geron, XK5PSG, Silent Key. ARRL reports Peggy Sue Geron, ex-Kilo 5 Papa Sierra Golf of Lubbock, Texas, who inspired Buddy Holly's 1957 rockabilly hit Peggy Sue, died on October 1. She was 78. First licensed in 2004 as Kilo Echo 5 Alpha Kilo Whiskey, she later obtained the vanity call Kilo 5 Papa Sierra Golf. Her license expired in 2014 and K5PSG has since been reissued. Peggy Sue went to high school with Buddy Holly and later married the Crickets drummer Jerry Allison. As rock and roll history has it, Holly originally titled the song Cindy Lou, but Allison convinced the singer to change the tune's name to Peggy Sue. After Holly's death in 1959, Peggy Sue toured with the Crickets after the band got back together. And over the years, she made public and media appearances all over the country. She said her participation in the 2004 W5B special event in Lubbock, commemorating Holly, helped inspire her amateur radio aspirations. You can do TV specials and you can be interviewed by the very best DJ, she said, but there's nothing like the feeling of putting your finger down and transmitting your call sign and having somebody answer back. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hey,
5: I'm radio operational news, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. Through the DX window, the July-September period of the Ted Powell Memorial DX Challenge of 2018 is now closed, and entries are now open until 23:59 UTC on Sunday, the 14th of October. The objective of the challenge is to work the most wanted DXCC, and is based on their ranking in club logs' most wanted list, which is published on the contest website. All Australian amateurs are eligible to enter, and entering is easy. You don't need to be a serious DXer. If you've worked any DX during July-September. Head over to bk2au.org and submit an entry. Scroll down to the entry submission section where you will find a number of simple ways to submit your entry. This is a fun and relaxed challenge where you work the ex in your own time over a 3 month period. It's easy, and submitting an entry only takes a few minutes. Some changes have been made to the log uploader script for those who use a 4 digit time in their logs. The log uploader script will now work for you. Apply, though, for your opportunities, the State and Territory Special event Call Signs for the centenary of the armistice that ended World War I. The WIA has secured Special event Call Signs for use across all Australian States and Territories. Two states and Territory Call Signs will be available: VI hash peace along with VI hash LWF, or lest we forget. The call area numeral substitutes for the hash one through zero. The call signs will be available for use between the third and the eleventh of November. VK one hundred piece will also be used by the WIA to provide for the events on air opening and closing addresses. Clubs, groups and or individuals can apply to use the state and territory call signs on a roster basis. To make an application, read the text edition of this the WIA National News. As we say, best read at WIA.org.au Christmas Island operation. Five British operators will be active as VK9XG from Christmas Island between October 16th and 30th on 160 to 10 metres using CWSSB FT8 and possibly RITI. FT8, the expedition mode, as the primary data mode. QSL via 3 txf Active as V47JA from St Kitts, I had reference NA104 to the 6th of November. SSB and ft 8 on the 160 to 6 metre bands. QSL via W5JON logbook of the world. Ken LA7GIA is active as TT8KO from Chad to the 21st of October. CW may be some SSB on the 160 to 10 metre bands. DL1WH stroke P from Rugen Island EU 057 till the 20th of October. CW with some SSB on the HF bands. QSL via DL1WH via the Bureau. Scout Station 3E1JT from Panama is active throughout October, and particularly during Jamboree on the air 19 to 21. QSL via HP1ALX. xv 9 wjr from Vietnam until the 27th of October. CW some PSK 31 and SSB on the 40, 20, and 15 meter bands from Vung Tau. With side trips to Concon Island and Fuquok Island, curious yourself via Logbook of the World via WA7WJR. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FU, Inningham.
1: Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide, South Australia, it can be heard on 476 kilohertz lower sideband at 9am on Sunday mornings. I'm Steph, VK5FQ. Graham, VK4BB, popping in again this time with the News workbench and wireless weather. RADs on a plane. New results from a three-year study of aviation radiation. For the past three years, SpaceWeather.com and the students of Earth to Sky Calculus have been flying cosmic ray sensors on board commercial airlines, gathering data over 27 countries, 5 continents and 2 oceans. And new results from the study are now available on SpaceWeather.com. The highlights? At typical cruising altitude, cosmic radiation is 40 to 60 times greater than natural sources at sea level. Passengers on cross-country flights across the USA typically absorb a whole body dose equal to one or two dental x-rays, whilst on international flights the total dose can increase five-fold, with passengers racking up five to six dental x-rays. In the USA, planes flying over New England receive as much as 30% more radiation than planes flying over the desert southwest. In South America, Chile has unusually low radiation, a likely result of its location on the verge of the South Atlantic anomaly. Visit spaceweather.com, as I said, for the full story. And now the segment where we measure twice and cut once. It's the Cuny's workbench. Researchers at Drexel University College of Engineering report a breakthrough in nanomaterials technology that promises to make installing an antenna as easy as applying sunblock or bug spray. So, have a good weekend. The university reported the research in a Drexel on Now article, Drexel spray-on antennas could be the tech connector of the future. The advance could mean wearable and invisible antennas that could find their place in the next generation of the Internet of Things and even amateur radio applications. The ability to spray an antenna on a flexible substrate or make it optically transparent means we could have a lot of new places to set up networks, said drexel Wireless Systems Laboratory Director and Engineering Professor Kapil Danica, a co-author of the research published recently in Science Advances.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Col,
6: VK3GTV, with this week's worldwide special interest groups news. And let's start at the very beginning, CW, a very good place to start. Palm Radio closes. Palm Radio, known worldwide for its morse paddles, has closed down with production having ceased on September 28. On the company's website, Dieter, DJ6TE, posted, For health reasons and after the passing of Brunhilde, DK7SN, Uli, DL2BAT, and Klaus, DL9SKE, Dieter said he is no longer able to continue Palm Radio in its current form. Silent Keys, Palm Radio. Worldwide Special Interest Group's DMR. Last Wednesday week there was standing room only at the Reist Club rooms in Hobart as Scott, VK7HSE, presented on DMR and digital voice radio systems. The event was also viewed online through the live youtube stream scott gave a brief history of dmr and digital voice development and use before diving right into these specifics about how dmr works from transmission and infrastructure software and encoding which was all enhanced by his eight radios that he had on hand to show the differences scott claims he is not an addict he is a collector there was also a fantastic q and a session as part of the talk If you missed the presentation, never fear. You can still watch it on YouTube via the link in the text edition of this WYA broadcast. Oh, and Scott, all of us other collectors understand. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier FunCube Operations Update. Graham, G3VZV, has published details of the status of all three FunCubes. AO73 Funcube 1 has been in full sunlight for over one month and has been transmitting continuously high-power telemetry for most of that time. This has now been changed to full-time amateur mode, so the transponder is once again available. With the more stable onboard temperatures being experienced, this means that the transponder frequencies are also now more stable. The Funcube 2 transponder on Ucube 1 continues to be in full-time transponder mode. There are occasional breaks in service for a few seconds when the OBC reboots and the other onboard transmitter sends its CW beacon. FunCube 3 on AF1 EO88 continues to perform nominally with high-power telemetry when in sunlight and amateur mode when in eclipse. With their slightly different orbital characteristics, it's useful that AO73 is now the early bird. EO88 comes over in the mid-morning European time, and uq 1 provides coverage in the afternoon. Ham radio SATELLITE LIST JE9PEL has made available a table of all amateur radio satellites in Word and spreadsheet formats, as well as a Doppler.sqf file for use in the SATPC-32 satellite tracking software. A link to this file, as with all points of contact, can be found in the text edition of WIA National News at WIA.ORG.AU Worldwide Special Interest Groups IOTA AS189 A large team of operators including Vasili R7AL and Muhammad EP2LMA will be active as EP6RRC from Shif Island, Iran between November 17 and 23. Activity will be on all HF bands using CW, SSB and FT8. QSL Manager is R7AL. To another island, OC133 Sati 9M6NA will once again be active as 9M6NA from Mohammed's 9M6MO QTH on Labuan Island, East Malaysia. During the CQWW DXCW contest, November 24-25, as a single operator, all band, high power entry. All logs will be promptly uploaded to LOTW. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers. In our young-timer slot this week, it's across to Germany and the Bergman family. As we hear from Amateur Radio Newsline's Ed Durant, DD5LP, their daughter, a new ham, had some plans of her own
3: this year for their family holidays. When most youngsters ask their parents for a dream-come-true vacation, more often than not it's to Disney World or some other attraction with amusements, fun rides and lots of junk food. 11-year-old Laura Bergmann, DL2JJ, of Dreieich, Germany, had a different idea. Upon passing her licensing exam, she informed her father and mother she wanted to go to the St. Macouf Islands. Her dream was a expedition with Emil, DL8JJ, her father, and Vergie DL9JJ, her mother. Packing up 500 kilograms, or 1,100 pounds, of equipment that included a Honda generator and fuel, two antennas and their rigs, the family loaded up their small car and headed to the islands off the coast of Normandy, France. They even slept two nights in the vehicle until they arrived. The Bergmans spent about 44 hours on the island, completing 1,340 QSOs, 54 of them with DXCCs. They operated on 80 metres through 17 metres, pretty much around the clock. Whatever time they spent in their sleeping bags was minimal, and they spent it dreaming of the next day's contacts they'd make on SSB, CW or FT8. Always the proud father, Emil told Newsline that he and his wife had activated the island together in 2015 while Laura was in school, but he said, now was the real moment. He said... This was a real de-expedition, not just a vacation. I'm Ed Durant, DD5LP. Thanks, Ed.
6: And it sounds like it was indeed a dream come true. And Laura Bergman can now say that the family that goes rock climbing together, travels together, also now de-expeditions together. In a letter this week from Lisa Linders, PA2LS, via Ken Yamamoto, JA1CJP, Secretary, IARU Region 3, Lisa writes that as December is YOTA month, make sure to register before December starts. She says you're invited to take part with a call sign including YOTA in the suffix, for example HA6 YOTA. The idea for this is to show the amateur radio hobby to young people and to encourage youngsters to be active on the amateur bands. This is a great opportunity to show amateur radio to the world, and to invite newcomers, give a demonstration in a school, local club or scouting group, gather together with your friends, grab a pizza and make some QSOs, or enjoy a great pile-up. Feel free to make a QSO with the youngsters as they are happy to get some attention and exchange information. Licensed and unlicensed youth will be making QSOs, so be aware this could be their first radio contact ever and give them a chance to experience a possible new hobby. This year we'll have new diplomas and rules with more details available in the text edition of this broadcast. Yota stations are generally operated by young people up to twenty-six years of age. The event will take place from zero hundred UTC on December first until twenty three fifty-nine UTC on december thirty-first. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting Jamboree on the Air Looms Large. Around 1 million young people from around the world are expected to take part in this year's Jamboree on the Air and Jamboree on the Internet. Jota and Jotai happen between the 19th and 21st of October, and it's the world's biggest scouting event. Some 20,000 licensed amateur radio operators put 12,000 radio stations on the air, providing an excellent opportunity for radio amateurs both young and old to inspire scouts and guides with the charms of radio techniques. During Jota Jotai, scouts and guides will encounter numerous different languages and cultures in a worldwide learning experience that lasts all day and well into the night. From far north Queensland, Jota with the Tablelands Radio Group planning is well underway. Mike, VK4MIK, will be operating from the Northern Beaches Scout Den in Cairns using the callsign VK4GHL. Mike hopes that they are able to contact lots of other JOTA groups during the weekend of October 20 and 21, and at present, 100 Australian groups are registered as participating in JOTA. Australian scouts have a high participation rate of around 11.5%, which puts us in the top 10 participating countries. Well, this week's WIA news broadcast seemed to have a distinct OTA theme, with IOTA, YOTA, JOTA, and now it's worldwide special interest groups, SOTA. The Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club invite you to attend a presentation on SOTA, Summits on the Air, by yours truly, Cole, VK3GTV, on Friday, October 19, commencing at 7.30pm, the club rooms at 20 Longley Lane in Longley. Included will be information and practical demonstrations about how to register, rules, awards, what equipment is needed, logging, plus mapping of soda peaks, along with a display of various portable equipment. A light supper will be provided and entry by gold coin donation is appreciated. Hope to see you there. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. News of a cyclonic event. The Townsville Amateur Radio Club are reminding all in VK4's North that promoting community awareness of the cyclone season is an event known as Cyclone Sunday, organised by the Townsville City Council at Strand Park from 3pm to 6pm on Sunday the 4th of November. November 1st marks the start of cyclone season, so are you cyclone ready? Whether you're a new resident to Townsville or have lived there for years, Cyclone Sunday is a must-attend community event. With an active monsoon season predicted, there is no better time to prepare yourself, your family and your property. Speak to over 30 organisations that can assist you with your wet season preparations. Grab your free waterproof document wallet, have your important documents scanned onto a USB, chill out in the kids' zone and go into the draw to win some great prizes and enjoy the entertainment provided. Get ready now because later is too late. Cyclone Sunday at Strand Park, 3pm Sunday, November 4. That's all in this week's Worldwide Special Interest Groups News. I'm Col, VK3GTV.
5: Across Australia and around the world we go. From VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On Echo Link, it can be heard every Sunday morning at 10am local time via the HAM conference server and now also on IRLP node 9556. The broadcast is set up to be repeater and link friendly, so no more timeouts. All are welcome to connect up. Callbacks are taken so please check in. Thanks this is John VK3hJQ.
1: Let's tie the ribbon on WIA National News for another week. a look at the social scene 2018 and just four ham fests and a radio fest yet to go this calendar year. October 14 that's Sunday VK3 Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest October 28 also in VK3 Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest. November eleven in VK five, it's Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest, and the last Hamfest happens November seventeen in VK seven, the VK seven Hamfest me community centre, and the Radio Fest it's the Rosebud Radio Fest in VK three, November eighteen. So now until next we meet, I'm Graham VK four BB, walk softly.